Yes, it's me, Mark Stone, and this is the Backseat Driver Podcast. It's the fastest, it's the friendliest, and it's for all the family. The Gas Shocks 116 Trophy and 120 Coupe Cup are the fastest growing race series in the UK, taking in six one-hour races and eight sprints at all the top circuits. Visit 116trophy.com to find out more and get yourself behind the wheel. As historic rallying gains even more momentum, it's been a pleasure today to be invited down to the Bicester Heritage Centre and to visit with Hero, which is the Historic Endurance Rally Organisation, and ERA, uh, Endurance Rally Association, and to be joined by Seren White, who is the event manager. Seren, welcome to the Backseat Driver Radio Show. Thank you very much, Mark. Now, Hero. How did it all come about? Because it, it came about, the one thing I know, from another another organisation that put on things like the Pirelli Classic, which in its day was considered an event for nutters, really, wasn't it? I think there's still some of that going on. <laughs> uh, so, Hero ERA has uh, changed a lot over the years. It actually started with just Hero yeah. in, I think, 1993, um, but, and it was began with John Brown. Yeah. Uh, this then got taken over by Peter Nedin. I'm listing all these names now. Uh, and then in 2009, it was, uh, our current chairman and managing director got involved and invested in it and it became the Historic Endurance Rallying Organization. Yeah. Um, since then, there's been lots of merges with Classic Rally Association, which um, did organize the Pirelli Classic Marathon for a while. And then eventually ERA, uh, which was in 2018. Yeah. Uh, and now we have the current format. So I mean, like down here at Bicester Heritage, I mean, it's it isn't somebody's back room anymore, is it? This is a, a blog, This is a, an office block full of people planning huge events. Uh, I mean, it's very very impressive, and it recreates the days of like the Liège Rome, Liège, Liège Sofia, Liège. Uh, the Alpine rallies and things. I mean, it's what I call proper rallying for proper cars, for proper drivers, not the current crop who moan and groan when it rains as they did on the Estonia rally. Um, I mean, talk us through the formats of what's gone on because the events are, I mean, there's the, there's like the novice rally, isn't there? All the way up to, if you can spare the time, spare the cash and you think your car will last, peaking to Paris which is 8,000 miles. Yes, yeah, so we have a huge range of events and I think it's incredible just to touch on where you were saying about the office size. Uh, we started in in just a tiny back room type office, yeah. um, which always used to astound me because we'd, we'd be on these incredible, long, huge events that take ages of loads of planning and then you go and see the office and it's tiny and, and yeah. there's three people working there and somebody's somebody, somebody's back bedroom kind exactly of exactly <laughs> so now at least i feel like the events that we're producing and the office space we have match a little bit better yeah and vista heritage is just an incredible place to work it feels like when you drive through the gates i don't know if you experienced this when you came through like you go back in time you go back in time i came to this place when it had more or less just opened um, a lot of the buildings were being propped up <laughs> because that it's an old airfield, 
But the remit was when the guys who own it bought it, you can't overly change it. It's got to remain relatively as it is. I've got a video of my sister and myself driving uh, around, actually on a, a competitive test, yeah. around Vista Heritage, all the buildings before they renovated them in an Austin 7. Yeah. And I really need to recreate it now because the difference is just insane. The, mm. How the build, We went through one of the buildings yeah. on the test and now you just, I mean, you couldn't do that now. Because there's the hangar with the rusty doors. Yeah. And they have to stop rusty to the best of my knowledge. <laughs> I mean, one of the things, I know we're going off track. Sorry, yeah, here, that was my fault. But I mean, one of the things, there's part of the old airfield which they turn into a type of circuit. Um, I put Skoda's 1100cc 1952, what was technically their Targa Florio car around there. Um, the man on the entrance with his white overalls and top pocket full of big pens, ex-National Car Parks, moaned and groaned because I had a pair of goggles on and a beret and I should have had a helmet on, but the photographer said, we want it to look a bit period. Um, I still have the photographs, they appear on some of my social media. You couldn't have picked a better place to do it. Absolutely phenomenal. It's a great little track as well, that what they've created. Yeah. It flows quite nicely. Yeah. So you use this place for some of your tests, do you? Yeah, so we've got a couple of events that are based here. Our novice trial, which you mentioned earlier, that's kind of a training program event so it, it, you do some classroom sessions and then yeah. you go out and try the navigation and the timing and it, it works in tandem and then that's on the Friday and Saturday and then on the Sunday we have a mini event so right. you get to experience everything as a novice coming through against other novices and then you compete against each other and we hold tests on on that little bit of track yeah. and then on the airfield as well um, which mirrors our other events right just on a, a slightly smaller scale i mean it's one of those things cold driving and navigating i tried it and the guy who i was cold driving for we got lost twice getting out of central paris so uh we stopped and swapped over um i can read a tulip but the, i have a problem i like to see where i'm going it's just one of those things if i look down in the car too much i start to feel not ill but I have this, I cannot not look where I'm going, even as a passenger. I think that's probably why I'm not a major fan of flying, because you can't see where you're going, you can only look out over a wing. Maybe that's why I don't like flying. <laughs> <laughs> Which is embarrassing, because my late father was a pilot. But, um, so, I mean, just talk us through the events as the novice, and then it because you put a lot of events, Hero put a lot of events on, don't they? Yes, yeah, so we have 12 to 14 events a year. Mm. I think our, our total at the moment is 280 events we've run so far. Right. Um, all together. Uh, but, so you start with your novice trial, that's your training event. Then we've got, our, all of our events are colour-coded like ski slopes. Yeah. So our green and blue are your easier events, um, or not necessarily easier, but perhaps easier to get involved with yeah um, so they're all on tarmac roads and they're in, they're in the they're in England uh, no we do have some green and blue that, that go into Europe but, oh, right. but you're talking roads tarmac yeah. roads no off-roading no gravel tracks no not non-damaging yeah. yeah daytime events um, maybe a bit more sociable as well yeah and then that goes into your red and black events which are perhaps night driving, perhaps different terrain driving. Uh, you've got all different weather, so if they're in December, November, perhaps there's snow, sleet, ice thrown yeah. at you. Uh, so they're a little harder. So we have a, a perhaps a trail you could follow that starts with your novice trial, then you go into our one-day hero challenges that yeah. are 
um, blue and green and then the summer trial which is a weekend event so you've got a path you can follow if you if you want to come into this yeah in a straightforward way uh, but then you move on to your harder events so we've got rally of the tests which is a um, the navigators hard one that's the recreation of what became the rac rally isn't it yeah so back but back in the 50s 60s yeah. so right back the same similar style navigation we actually give them some 1950s style maps yeah and they have to compare it with modern day and they're only allowed to use roads shown on the 1950s maps which as you can right. imagine makes it uh, so every, everybody knows i refer to the modern rac rally as a, the rally of a little bit of south wales <laughs> <laughs> it's not a proper one. Well, this year's going from Blackpool to Torquay, so we go through a bit of South Wales. Yeah. But Cowent and yeah. that kind of thing. But, I mean, that was the great thing. The, the early rallying was tests, like it was like manoeuvrability. And what people now call auto tests, I mean, that bit of it's becoming a sport in its own right. But, I mean, it's like you said, there's the novice one where the navigators are taught or the drivers taught. Do you t do you, I mean, I don't mean do you teach the drivers how to drive, but do you teach them, do they have a chance to have a go at some of these things? Yeah, so we, in the novice trial, we actually have two elements where the driver and co-driver have to walk a, what you call an auto test or maneuverability yeah. test. We, we hold it on our terrace up here with tiny little cones and they have to go around it. And it's all about actually working together. Yeah. Um, you need to learn to work as a team and that's very much what we train them. We have both team members here for the novice trial yeah. and they learn how to work with each other because if you and I were to go and do a rally, we'd need to learn how we work together, what, yeah. how you call things, how I call things. Mm. Um, are you any good at rights and lefts? Because loads of people aren't. So there you say... This is one thing I actually want to touch on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it is about working together and... The drivers can do an awful lot more than they think they can. Yeah. Um, when my sister and I compete, we we do all the preparation together, even going through the navigation notes. We make sure we're marking it together so that we both know what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm not in the bar drinking while she's doing all the work. Right. So you're the driver. Normally, when we compete together, right. only because Elise is just incredible on maps. Yeah. I swear we could drop her in the middle of anywhere in the UK with her blindfolded, and she'd manage to make her way home. Mm. She's just got one of those. Like you say, marking maps, I mean, even as a driver, I just do navigation now. But you'll see the co-driver's road book. In my instance, I drive a right-hand drive car. So you see the code book on your left. And if it's been highlighted in yellow or green, you, you, it catches in the corner of your eye. And you think, ah, that's coming up. Exactly. And we, we have a system where we, we tell everyone in the training for the novice trial um, how we do it. This yeah. isn't necessarily the way to do it, it's just how we do it. Find your own way. But we used to colour our hands in. So right was in red. Yeah. Anything to the right was coloured in the book red. And anything to the left was lello. Right. So, <laughs> and we coloured our hands in the same colour. Because a great friend of mine, Marie-Catherine Linney, the French diva herself, has turned down the opportunity to co-drive in the um, Rally of the Princesses, which is the ladies' equivalent of the Tour Auto. Reason? She doesn't know left from right. She never has done. And I was going to ask you, how do you cure the left and right problem? Because I've known a few other people who don't know left and right. Or they do, but when it comes to, like, shall we say, a little bit of pressure, they suddenly forget which is which. 
Oh, it's very easy to do. So we, we had this system where we colour our hands in, and if in doubt, you just turn towards the colour. Right. So I on, I would have my hands on the steering wheel, one red, one yellow, yeah. and just turn towards the colour if in doubt. And I could even see that on her notes because it's yeah. coloured in so vibrantly. Um, and that's how we do it. We don't colour our hands in anymore. I think we've progressed a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we still colour our books in the exact same way. Yeah. So anything that's right is red. Anything that's left is yellow. Or yellow, uh, yeah. What if, right. So that's how it's cured. Um, I mean, just talk, besides, so you've got the novice trial, there's the summer trial. Just talk me through all, all the all the events. Okay, so sales pitch this, is it? Oh. <laughs> novice trial, three days training, uh, definitely one to do if you've never done anything like this before, or perhaps you just want to uh, remind yourself of a few things. Yes, yeah. things change. And we also give a few hints and tips on current tricks of the trade. <laughs> Uh, then you've got your one day hero challenges they're actually part there's three of them in a year they're part of a championship yeah. one day six regularities nine ten tests auto tests yeah. um, very short sharp you can do them on a weekend um, budget's quite low so between two of you anyone can take part yeah. you don't have to have accommodation you can drive down on the day if you want um, summer trial is your weekend event starts on a Friday afternoon uh, you come and do your scrutineering you yeah. go out for a couple of hours really sociable lovely event usually in June or July so the weather is hopefully more <laughs> you have a better chance of uh, good weather having said that this year you've had uh, the, the chance of rainies shall we say you, you've been looking forward to rain this year definitely uh, then you've got Rally of the Test, which is definitely for the navigators um, and the drivers. It, you, there's a lot of tests. Rally of the yeah. Test is in the name. Um, so you're you're challenging both driver, navigator. It's intense, um, but so much fun. Probably my favourite UK event yeah. uh, to take part in. Then you've got Le Jog, which is just a completely different type of challenge. You're going to Land's End to John O'Groats in three days in December. You've got snow, wind, rain, sleet, ice, just anything they can throw at you. Yeah. You're sleep deprived because you do go through the night. There are lots of breaks, mm. but you can't get enough sleep, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's one of those things that, it, although you compete to to try and get a gold medal on the jog, yeah. You, if you finish that event, it's uh, an accomplishment in itself. Yeah. Uh, and I can't explain the camaraderie on that event. It's completely different because although everyone's against each other, you're with each other. Everyone wants everyone to finish. Yeah. Um, so that's that's just incredible. Then we've got our uh, events overseas. So this changes every year. Now, those are our core events. That yeah. I, oh, I'm flying Scotsman as well, which is our pre-1942, um, so vintage and vintage cars only. Right. Uh, and that's... Um, an incredible event just to see all those cars it's it's quite sociable um, but because of the type of cars it is harder because yeah. you're you know driving an older car is is more exhausting on, on yeah. your body being in the fresh air as well if it's open top it's tiring so there's only four regularities and maybe two tests a day yeah but that's enough to be quite challenging uh, and that's a great event um, and then we move on to our, our long distance events and mid distance events um, so we've got oh gosh this goes on and on uh, <laughs> oh, one of my favourites is Scottish Malts that's in Scotland yeah. uh, combining classic cars and 
Scottish malts. Right. Two of my favourite things. So it's basically a tour of the distilleries. Yes. Oh, well done. Um, <laughs> and you used to, years and years ago, you used to, at every distillery, you got a, a dram. Yeah. Um, they've changed that now for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to give you a little um, bottle right. of... Miniature. Miniature, yes, of the whiskey. And you'd get it when you went to the distillery. But we found out that a lot of people were sampling this right. at the distillery. So now when you finish the event, you, you get, get all the miniatures. You get, you get a bag of miniatures. <laughs> from the distilleries you have visited. Right. Uh, but the, the roads and scenery in Scotland is just fantastic. Yeah. And if you do do Le Jog, you all of that's at night, so you miss it all. Mm. Um, so Scottish Marts, you get to see all of it in the daytime. Yeah. Uh, London, Lisbon. Um, from London to Lisbon. Again, a great event through five different countries. Um, and then you move on to your peaking Paris. Uh, we've got we've got the Temple Rally coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, the Sahara Challenge. Yeah. These are all challenging in, in completely different ways. Um, but also, you get to see some incredible countries. I mean, how are you going to go on with the peaking Paris? Because to my knowledge, it roots you. Th- it. I think the route the route has always gone through Russia. Uh, and I don't know whether uh, Vlad the Lad's allowing anybody to drive through Russia at the moment. So at the moment, there is a plan B in place and it yeah. involves the Caspian Sea. Now, I'm not totally clued up on all of this. Yeah. Um, my main events are UK and, and mm. Europe based. Um, but I have to say, the, the different routes sounded quite intriguing. There's a ferry that goes across the Caspian Sea, but it only runs when it's full. So they've got to try and persuade this boat to go when, when the event needs it to go, yeah. not just randomly <laughs> cross the sea without them or potentially wait for more people once yeah. all the cars are on board um, but peaking to Paris has always been a challenge about you know travelling from A to B despite everything that else is that's going yeah. on and I think no matter what we will find a way if we can to get through and, and that's part of the the excitement yeah. even if it happens the I mean it's over 8,000 miles I mean, a, a previous guest, British touring car driver Patrick Watts, and I was chatting to him, and he intends, all being well, doing it, and he's preparing a, a Sunbeam Tiger. And he was saying the prep that goes into these cars, because these hardcore events, the cars take incredible punishment, don't they? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think any of these cars were ever designed to do this kind <laughs> of <laughs> mileage or insane pressure that you put your car your vehicle under um so yeah you do have to put a lot of prep and it's it's about knowing the, the countries and the roads and the terrains you're yeah. going on and and doing everything that you possibly can to mitigate because i know the other year a tricycle a vintage a veteran tricycle completed it and a steam car completed it's the longest anybody had driven a steam car i mean those drivers they I total respect, but they must be a little bit insane. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the tricycle. That was just absolute nuts. And I am I'm so glad it finished. It was incredible, but gosh, I'm not sure I could do that long in well, sitting in a sidecar yeah. perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> now, the one thing I do know is Hero have a, an arrive and drive scheme, which is where you can hire a rally car. Um because not everybody has the time, or I'm not being funny, the finances to own and prepare an historic rally car. So, I mean, what sort of cars can you hire? So we have a, a range of different um, arrive and drive cars and they're banded according to 
engine size and and, yeah. and this kind of thing. So anything from a Mini Cooper S to um, we've got some an AC March 1936, I think that yeah. one is, uh, right up to a Lancia Delta Integrale. Oh right, just completely different vehicles depending on what you want or perhaps require, or even the event because you know you've got to match your car to the event yeah. a little bit. Um, and it's actually how I got started in all this. Right. Um, my sister and I want we marshaled. That's how we got started in. Hmm. in is, is, is motorsport a family tradition? Uh, my dad used to rally. He did like the motorsport news championship. Oh, the, the famous motoring news. That's the thing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so he did that, but I think we got involved to kind of to spite him because yeah. we we were very feminine children we we did ballet and all this and um, and a lot of parents d try and discourage their siblings from going into motorsport because they realize uh as a rule the financial strain it puts everybody under so they try and stop the rest of them doing it yeah definitely um so we started marshalling and i think we were on a la jog wait you know years and years ago and uh, there were no women taking part yeah and we naively asked when the women's event was and someone said no no it's just too hard for women <laughs> uh which we took as a challenge um so we we hired a car from the arrive and drive fleet yeah. because we knew nothing about classic cars we'd never driven them mm. you know we're, we were 18 and 21 at the time yeah uh so we hired a, a mini cooper s um turned up at the start arrive and drive exactly yeah. what it says on the tin um and then absolutely fell in love with the sport so went on to hire different vehicles to find what we liked yeah so we 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 drove the alfa romeo um gtv uh bmw 1602 triumph tr4 just just to get a really yeah. good feel for all these different vehicles something like what you call the main the main historic rally cars everybody thinks the big banger healy 3000s 911s, you can't move for 911s on historic motorsport. Equally, Mark 1 and Mark 2 escorts. But, I mean, there's a whole cross section of cars. But, but if you don't mind me asking, I mean, it's a bit of a funny subject, what is the cost of doing one of the rallies and how much more does it add on if you want to hire it? Because I conclude, dependent on what car you want to arrive and drive, uh, will vary in the price. Whereas a Mini Cooper might not cost as much as a full-blown Integrale. Yeah, exactly. The, the the prices of the cars differ between each vehicle, but yeah. also um, which events. So if you're doing something that's maybe blue or green, yeah. where the car isn't going to be under as much pressure, it's going to be cheaper than if you do a, a red or black event in that yeah. vehicle, just because it is going to need a new set of tyres once mm. you come off that event. It is going to need, you know, yeah. looking at the gearbox, all of this. Uh, Price-wise, I, I wouldn't want to spitball prices at yeah. you because um, I wouldn't want to get it wrong um, but yeah our, our one day events are £250 to £300 um, to enter is um, that per car per car and per three. car yes so All that's right. for two of you um, and that's your everything so your route book rally plates the, the route your lunch coffee halts uh, and your awards ceremony with your prizes and yeah. dinner um, that's all included and that's for two of you um, then the car hire you would have to hire it i think for three days so right. to get there do the event and yeah get back even if you're transporting it um but i, I wouldn't I so i mean that used to be the great tradition that a lot of rally cars and racing cars were driven from the factory to the event did the event and on the proviso they hadn't rolled them parked them down the ravine or anything like that were then driven back to the factory so i conclude say i wanted to do it 
could I come here, hire the car, drive it to the event, do the event and drive it back? Exactly, and I would actually, especially picking it up beforehand and driving it to the event, I would definitely recommend. Yeah, because you get nothing, used to it. Exactly, there's nothing worse than getting in a car completely blind to it and, and not knowing how it handles and then trying to drive it competitively. Yeah. And whether you, I can't believe if you've hired a car or else even if you're using your own car, is there a, shall we say, a mechanical backup on the events or do you have to be able to span it yourself? I think it's always good if you have some mechanical knowledge, yeah. um, but you don't have to. We have mechanics that um, they sweep through the route uh, at the back of the event, yeah. um, but they also, we have another crew that go to coffees and lunches. Mm. So if you arrive at coffee and there's a nasty knock and you just want to double check it's nothing that's going to hurt your car further, yeah. um, you can stop and see them. And they're, I mean, they're incredible. They. So this is the this is this is like the hero's own cars or no no this is everyone's own. yeah, this yeah. Is everybody's they do car. everyone's cars um, yeah. anything they're not going to rebuild your gearbox before the event yeah um, but they're incredible they they work magic the amount of times we they'll keep you going yeah and and they have kept me me and my sister going yeah. where we've competed and they're just magic yeah because one of the cars you rally is a standard ten. <laughs> so after hiring all these vehicles, um, we actually found one we really loved, and it was the slowest car I've ever driven. <laughs> but it uh, it was super cute and kind of uh, um, you don't expect a standard ten to do well. So when people see me and my sister in a standard ten, and, and some of the rallies they they like you to dress in the period of your vehicle. All right. Um, so rally of the tests in a nineteen fifty six standard ten, we would turn up in full petticoats. Yeah. And people would see us and be like, oh, bless them, they're, they're taking part. Yeah. And then when we'd come sixth overall, yeah. they'd sort of, oh, okay, these, these girls are serious. And we quite like that being under, yeah, yeah, uh, in a standard 10. I mean, if you have your own car and you want to do the hero events, say you buy the car, can hero prepare your car for you? if you want or can you recommend say well no we don't do it but take it to such a place yeah definitely we can we don't do it ourselves here um but we can definitely recommend some fantastic mechanics yeah. that we ourselves use or we know competitors <clears throat> use um and these people know our events so they know what to prepare and and what questions to ask you yeah because i conclude there'll be there'll be shall we say a minimum standard for a car or i know you said you've some of the like the green and blues which are the easy ones but you'll still need to do something to your car to make it suitable yes. even if it's timing equipment as i know we were saying before we went on air uh you can get an app for your smartphone which actually works quite well the only thing you do is i it's one that i use you use an older smartphone because the screens aren't as sensitive and it doesn't zero quite as easily as a modern one does so according to our regulations for our events, you can't use phones because the marshals can't determine quick enough whether you're looking at maps and cheating right. or whether you're using it for a trip or whatever. You can use your phone on our novice trial because we wouldn't want you to go out and spend money if yeah. you don't know you're going to enjoy the sport. Um, but going forward, you would need a basic trip meter that's more accurate than your odometer in your vehicle. Yeah. Um, there are loads of different brands out there that you can get and they vary in, in price, but... The Brants, the Holders, the Trip Meters, 
Um, I mean, these are all names from the past, aren't they? I mean, yeah, I, I don't know whether other rally cars use these things, but there's something about a dashboard full of those and a pair of tag higher stopwatches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you can get really fancy stopwatches and timers now that you can use. I still use kitchen egg timers, double oh. sticky taped onto my dashboard. Yeah. Um, because they've got bigger screens than a stopwatch. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine until it starts counting backwards and beeps when your eggs are ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but and I conclude during the training people are taught how to use these I mean it's like I said I don't co-drive at all well but I know how to use a trip meter I know how to use a brance and the main thing is being able to remember to zero because you're on an overall distance and it could be a case of 0.7 of a mile turn left 1.2 miles turn right and underneath I mean it's it's a little trip meter off your normal dashboard but you zero it and if it's accurate, at 1.7 miles, you turn left. Exactly. Because that's technically where the organisers intend you to turn left. Yeah, and actually, we, especially when you're starting out, we recommend brands because they're the easiest to amend when you, when you do go wrong. Yeah. Or perhaps slightly turn into the wrong turning or someone's drive. Because regrettably, if you reverse, they don't count backwards, do they? they There's a switch on them, but you have to remember to switch it into reverse. All right. <laughs> when you go backwards. Um, so yeah, inevitably, when you get to the junction, you need to yeah. adjust it to the correct distance so that you don't go wrong further yeah. on the road. Um, so that's why we recommend Brands. But um, yeah, it's uh, trip meters are definitely <laughs> required. So people get taught how to use these. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, as I said, I've watched a lot of your, uh, a lot of the Hero YouTube uh, broadcasts and there appears to be people who've done it, who've been entering your events for years. Is this, is this the case? So, I mean, every year you'll see like the jog 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, then there was a hiccup. Uh, but it's the same faces, Not, nothing against that. I conclude these people do it every year because they're determined you told them and they're serious about this championship <laughs> <laughs> there is do you know what it's it's so addictive this this sport that we we all love um you you do one event and it even if you did win it you want to come back the next year just to do it again yeah um and to you, prove it wasn't a fluke yeah that <laughs> <laughs> And um, it's so much fun, and you're sort of competing against your, you're, as much as you're competing against everyone else, you're competing against yourself because yeah. you're saying, well, last time, for example, on, on timing points, on regularities, when, when we first started, we dropped a minute at every control. Yeah. And then the next event you do, you drop 40, 30, 40 seconds at a control. Yeah. Now, if we drop more than two seconds at a control, we've done something really wrong. <laughs> um, but just seeing that progress yeah. is, is just incredible and you, you're fighting against yourself to do that. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things people don't realise. You do what your co-driver tells you. Yeah, they are the boss of the car. Yeah. It doesn't matter what, whether in your relationship, if you're competing with your husband or your wife, if they are the boss, if you're, whoever's navigating rules, whatever yeah. they say goes, even if they're wrong, even if they say, at this distance, you need to do a U-turn because yeah. it's in the book, you do a U-turn. It's yeah. probably not in the book. I've never seen that in a book. But if that's what they say you do, you do it. Yeah. Um, membership. 
How much is membership, or how do you become a member of Hero? We have we have well, technically four different levels of, of membership. So the very first one, just to get involved, is is sign up for our newsletter. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. It comes out uh, once a month. It's called Heroics, and it's got everything we're doing, everything we're working towards, and it's pretty interesting. Yeah. The next mem- membership level is our club membership. Uh, you need to be a club member to do any of our rallies. Yeah. And this is twenty pound a year. Um, and every year you, you put that £20 in and then you can compete on as many rallies that we organise as you like. Yeah. The next level up is our premium membership. Now, if you are a premium member, there's a few benefits with this. You get up to 10% off events, um, which if you look at our event costs, as soon as you go into some of the longer events, it's well worth joining as yeah. a premium member. You also then... Um, are eligible to join the Hero Cup Championship and the Golden Roma Championship, which are our driver and navigator championships um, every year. Yeah. Uh, you also get up to, I think it's 10% off the arrive and drive cost uh, if you want to arrive and drive the vehicles. And you can also get discount off our Heroics Cafe, which is on site here at Vista Heritage. All Maybe right. I'll take you for lunch after. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's well worth joining. If, you, if yeah. you want, if you want to get into historic rallying or the recreation of what rallying was, hero is the way to go. I mean, I'm going to say yes, definitely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are other organisations, some of which I'm a member of. But if you want to get what you might call go hardcore, it's hero and the Endurance Rally Association that stage host plot and plan that what you would call the proper style old rallies and recreate the old rallies yeah we've got some great events that have been going for an awful long time you know thousand mile trial for example that ran the very first running of the thousand mile trial was in 1912 yeah um and it was the very first motorsport event um around the uk to prove that vehicles could last off fuel and there were enough fuel stations Mm. around the uk (laughs) um and we recreated that in in 2000 and ooh. That's a good one. What was that? 2014? Yeah. That was the recreation of that. And that runs every now and again. It's vintage cars only, the cars that were available then, yeah. back then. Um, so you've got this heritage, I guess, um, of these events that we're, we're lucky enough to be able to organise yeah. going forward. Which actually reminds me, there's that uh, the last membership level is the heritage membership. All right. Um, and that gives you everything that premier membership gives you but it also gives you an insurance policy as well yeah. so you can cancel later on our events and, and move your money around if somebody wants to get in touch with hero what's the best way to do the website i conclude which is visit hero-era.com everything's on there um pick up the phone give us a call here in the office we're really friendly everyone in the office is lovely um or send an email you can email me it's seren s-e-r-e-n at hero-era.com or anyone else if you find another email address we'll we always respond Sarah White it's been a pleasure chatting to you and thank you for joining me on the Backseat Driver Radio Show thank you very much Mark beaten on price never beaten on service whether it's cars bikes or commercials 
Hoddy Tyres are the best in the business, and when it comes to tyre expertise and advice to supplying the correct tyres for your vehicle's specific requirements, nobody comes close to David Lakin and the Hoddy Tyres team. So give them a call on 01200 613 192 or visit the website at hoddytyres.co.uk. Thank you.